Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast episode 206. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? So this week got an interview all about LinkedIn advertising. I'll get to that in a minute. However, before we do that, I just want to tell you that I've bought the boot camp back. So back in, was it like May, May, April time, I did a five day boot camp called Create Your Dream Business Boot Camp. And it was so good. It was basically, it has three workshops and those workshops are aimed around knowing, you know, what do you want your business to look like, how you structure it to get to that sort of business and then your mindset around it. It includes things like prizes and coaching calls and so much good stuff. Um, And like I said, the feedback was awesome that I had last time. So if you signed up and you didn't get a chance to do it, then you definitely want to come and do it. If you haven't checked it out or signed up, then please do go and have a look because it's going to be fab. It's completely free, by the way. So go to Teresa Heath, uh, I forgot my name, TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash bootcamp. And you can sign up there and you'll get everything sent to you when you sign up. That's going to be brilliant. So I'll just leave that with you for you to go and um, and go and take a look at that when you've got five minutes. Obviously, if you're on social, any of my socials will start sharing the fact that we're doing the bootcamp coming up. So on to today's interview. Now, I really liked, I really like it when I don't know the subject and I know nothing about LinkedIn advertising. I did it years ago 
but wasn't very successful. And then hardly anybody I know does it. So when this guy approached me to say, could he come on the podcast? I was like, do you know what? Yeah, because some of you will be using LinkedIn for your main platform. And I just think it's good to give you a heads up or an idea as to whether you should look at the advertising. Is it any good? What does it do? So like I said, I was a complete student with this. I was asking all the questions because I didn't know what I was talking about. So the lovely Anthony came on to talk about it. So Anthony was a tech, is a tech founder and an ex-IBMer. He has seen lots of companies with great services fail due to ineffective marketing. So he started an agency to help those companies unlock their B2B marketing potential by blending his experience in marketing and software. He's able to help digital agencies reach their potential using LinkedIn ads and the power of technology. So like I said, I'm I'm not even going to like deep dive into anything we talked about because uh, I'm just going to let you jump in and listen to what he had to say. So here is Anthony. It's with my great pleasure that I welcome to the podcast today, Anthony Blattner. Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am good. Really good. Thank you. It's the end of a day for me. It's been a busy one. I was going to say you're my last call, but I actually have a live to do a bit later on. So, and and then I can enjoy a glass of wine. Um, <laughs> but where are you based? You're obviously in a different part of the world to me. Yes, I'm in Austin, Texas. So I am... Uh... Not just starting my day, a little bit into my day. It's 11 a.m. here. Um, but yeah, Austin, Texas. And because we're British and we ask stupid questions like this, what's the weather like? Um, well, it's actually kind of rainy and overcast here today. Uh, but overall, temperature-wise, it's been pretty good. Last few weeks have been good, like mid-70s to low 80s. Now is the perfect time for Texas, you know, overall. Uh, it's going to get pretty hot pretty soon. So what does it kind of go up to? Uh, it'll get to triple digits Fahrenheit. Um, and usually over the summer, we'll have a lot of like 100 degree days, 100 to 105. Wow. Um, yeah. That's hot. crazy. Crazy hot. Yeah, I've never been to Texas. It's on my list of places. Obviously, that list has just paused during this amazing time that we're in. But it is on my list. So anyway, we will crack on. Like I said, we, I love asking the what's the weather like question. So Anthony... In case my audience haven't heard from you, why don't we start off, as we always do, in explaining who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, I specialize in LinkedIn advertising. Uh, there's not many people out there that do. Um, so, you know, happy to share tips and tricks for LinkedIn advertising. It's been a great platform. Um, but a little bit about me is my background. I come into the marketing world from the software side of things. I started my career at IBM, building big e-commerce websites, going out to their clients. And when I was in, when I moved to Austin here, I got involved in the startup scene. So I started building mobile apps on the side and eventually started a mobile app development agency that I ran. Um, we built a lot of apps and a lot of software for a lot of different companies from startups to big companies and saw that a lot of companies would build an app and put it on the app store and do really well um, with a good marketing plan if they if they were able to get that distribution. And then we saw a lot of other companies spend a lot of time and a lot of money and build just as good of software, but without a good marketing plan, you would launch your app and it would just sit on the app store and, you know, and it would die. So we saw the need and the opportunity. We... That's how I kind of started get, getting pulled into the marketing world was once you build the app, you got to help them market it and distribute it. Um, mm -hmm. So that was my segue getting into the marketing world. And then over the years, just finding that LinkedIn was the best platform. Um, with my background, I had mostly B2B 
software clients. So that B2B space was just doing the best on LinkedIn. So that's what I've been focused on over the last several years, just LinkedIn advertising and targeting those B2B audiences. Love it. Love it. And that's cool. Like, you know, to come from a software point of view, I'm interested actually. Now I, I've done LinkedIn ads many, many, many years ago. I think I dabbled once. Is, is it the kind of more techie type of ad? Is that, did that kind of path help you with this or is it just the same as all the other types of ads? Um, I'd say it's, it's pretty similar to the other ad platforms. I always like to say like LinkedIn's like a few years behind like Facebook and people in terms of like what, like what their ad platform looks like, like you get in there and you're just like, like, this is simple, like simple, but I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's generally LinkedIn full stop, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you I know, so. my hopes when Microsoft took over were like, please make it beautiful. Please make it beautiful. And they just <laughs> haven't quite got there. They did a redesign of like the front end, uh, the consumer side of the platform. So my hope is it's, that'll eventually make it to the back end. I know they're working on a business manager, which they don't have yet, the ads yeah. platform, but uh, they are and they are working on it. I think it's going to be out next year, they said. So they're definitely making a lot of advancements. Um, I think originally when Microsoft took them over, we were like expecting a lot really quickly. Yeah. And I think they've been kind of working in the backgrounds. And I've, we've seen a lot of new features over this last year, especially during COVID, like LinkedIn Live is LinkedIn events and like a lot of that stuff getting promoted. So I think they're making strides. But to jump back to your question, as far as like the techie side of things, I think I, I appreciate being able to get into code when I need to. And like, you know, as simple as like adding conversion tags to websites or LinkedIn insight tags to sites and like, you know, being fine with just copying and pasting code, putting those snippets in there if I need to rearrange anything else. Um, you know, I don't spend a lot of time doing that, but I'm very comfortable at getting in that. And I, I appreciate having that background of being able to do that when I need to. So often I'll spin up landing pages for people and, you know, it's pretty easy to connect all that stuff together. Yeah, cool. So, okay, I said to you before we got on, I love it when we talk about a subject that I literally have no idea about because one, I learn stuff, which is really cool, but two, I ask the stupid questions. So you're just going to like, you could just probably put your feet up now because this is probably going to be the easiest stuff you've ever had to answer in your life. But I really do want to get to basics because one thing that my listeners will have, like most business owners slash marketers slash social media managers have, is the overwhelm of so much stuff. And lots of them are, some of them dabble in Facebook. Some of them are not quite there yet in terms of advertising. So let's get right to basics in terms of explain to me, if if I had never thought of advertising before, what does the LinkedIn ads do for someone using them? Um, so ads, so starting very basic, you know, ads, I, you know, even to like the very small business, I'd say ads are when you're ready to throw gas in the fire. So when you have something that's working, when you have your sales process, you have your funnel, when it's working, then ads are good to go throw fuel on the fire is what I always say. Wow. Be careful not to throw fuel on the fire before there's a fire there or you're going to waste a lot of money. So, you know. Yeah. Throughout the years, there's been people I've talked to who are like, you know, let's let's start ads. It's a brand new business. You know, we don't know who we're targeting. And I'm like, well, you're going to spend a lot of money testing those audiences yeah. and those ads to figure out what does work. So in general, ads are when you have something that's working and you just, you know, you're ready to push more traffic, more leads, more customers into that funnel. Um, that's where ads are handy. And now where LinkedIn ads kind of play in the big ecosystem is, you know, on the, in the for the big platforms, you have like Google, Facebook, and you have LinkedIn. 
Mm-hmm. And Facebook's great for B2C when you're targeting you know, a broad consumer audience, maybe based on you know, the demographics or what they're interested in. Um, Facebook is great with that because they have a lot of content. They see how people, they have seen how people you know, interact on and off the platform. Now some of that's changing, but um, LinkedIn is more targeting based on who somebody is. So based on job titles, company names, industries, company sizes, and all those various um, options. So that's why LinkedIn's good for B2B. Facebook's good for B2C and the, mm-hmm. and the platforms themselves are kind of configured for those ways. Whereas yeah. on LinkedIn, we have all the options, you know, Facebook does have some options for like job title and industry, but they're very limited. And just like the way people use Facebook, you know, I know I probably haven't updated my, my professional stuff on Facebook in a long time. And I know most of my, you know, um, family and colleagues, I don't see them putting that stuff into Facebook. So Facebook just lacks a lot of that data. Whereas on LinkedIn, we always say like, that's one of the first places somebody updates when they get a new job or when they start a new company or even start a new side project. So LinkedIn's data is, you know, all the users put that in there. It's all first party data. So thinking about iOS 14, that's coming out this week. Um, You know, LinkedIn owns that data. They know it. So we're not really concerned in the LinkedIn space of, you know, much of that impact. Sure, there'll be some as far as like conversion tracking and like retargeting, but as far as like the core of what we're doing and our what our campaigns are based off of, all that data is coming right from LinkedIn. None of that's going to change. We're still going to use job titles, company names. None of that's going to change. So LinkedIn's great when you want to target a niche professional at scale. So again, Facebook's good for broad consumer audiences. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you were saying all business owners, maybe Facebook is a better platform for you because it it will be cheaper potentially. LinkedIn is a more expensive platform um, and you pay for the targeting that you get, but you can target specific types of professionals. Say you wanted HR directors at financial services companies, that'd be finding a needle in the haystack on Facebook. You know, you'd be, you'd be getting a lot of clicks, but 99% of those would not be the right person. So all the data you're pixel seeing is just not the right data. So, you know, that kind of muddies your data and it's hard to drive any kind of results out of that. Whereas on LinkedIn, I can specifically target HR directors in the financial services space, you know, at a big company, at a small company and use that to draw the campaign. And then I know I'm getting all the, the right people. So yeah. that's kind of where LinkedIn plays in the space um, and where LinkedIn is good, good for. Um, so that's, that's kind of a rundown. So uh, my experience is that LinkedIn is considerably more expensive than Facebook, but you raised a really good point there in the fact of if I'm running an ad, I might be getting impressions, but it's a vanity metric, you know, or I might even be getting the clicks, but not the conversions because I'm targeting an audience that is, that I'm trying to find the right people. Whereas if I know someone's job title or I'm know the sector or the industry or the kind of types of business I'm after, then obviously I can get a much stronger, I guess, person looking at it, but it might cost me more. How much are we talking? Is there a minimum per day? What's your experience in terms of like paying for ads? Yeah. So minimum per day is 10 bucks per day uh, in the US um, Uh is LinkedIn's minimum. So you know, Facebook's like a dollar, but LinkedIn's 10 bucks a day. Um, but you're probably going to need more than that, you know, significantly more than that to drive enough data to make decisions based off of. Um, what we usually see on LinkedIn in the US, um, targeting a mid-level or higher, you're pay- usually paying at least eight to 10 bucks per click or more. If you're targeting, you know, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, sure, you could be paying 25 to 50 bucks a click. Um, but 
It just depends on the competitiveness of your audience. Most people are going to be around eight to 10 bucks per click. Um, but, you know, when you, again, when you need to target that niche decision maker that you can't find anywhere else, if, you know, if you were to run that campaign on Facebook, sure, you could be paying like a dollar for a click over there. But, you know, I'm sure even like, you know, I'd say 90, 90% of your clicks aren't going to be the right people, probably more than that. So suddenly you're paying a lot more on Facebook or, or the same amount that you are paying on LinkedIn, but making sure you're getting good traffic and good clicks coming through there. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I wanted to touch on just uh, that you said before that I thought was really interesting is that this is good for when you want to throw gas on the fire. So I liked the fact that you said if something is working. So give me an example of that. Like, is it just as simple as you've put a post up and people seem to be resonating and going into the post and converting? Or is it a campaign you've put somewhere else that then you want to try on LinkedIn? What What's your idea of understanding that something's starting to work and then you're throwing gas in the fire? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So there's a, there's a few different ways that you'll typically see a company maybe get started or starting to build out their sales and marketing processes. Um, I'd say on the basic level, you have kind of the one-to-one -one type of outreach where maybe you're just a business owner and you're just doing outreach through your network, through word of, word of mouth. That's where most people start. And if you, you know, maybe you're getting referrals to start, maybe you're reaching out your local community. And then once you've built up a few clients, um, you know, maybe then you hire a salesperson or maybe you do start some social media, um, some marketing and you, you look to get more prospects coming into your funnel. So kind of taking your offer, packaging it up, and then sending it out to a broader audience and then starting to convert those people. So you have like the one-to-one -one, um, sales that I'd say. And then after that, next step is kind of more marketing of like getting it out to a broader audience. Mm -hmm. So once you get your one-to-one -one sales working, that's when you can start thinking about going out to a broader audience. Um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you're probably going to start with, you know, what a lot of people do approaching LinkedIn is sure they do start with like the organic side of things and just making posts, but that's probably not going to drive a ton of traffic. Sure, you can like, you know, kind of talk about your services on there, but, you know, you don't often get a lot of people just messaging you. If they are, then awesome, you know, keep doing yeah. that. But uh, a lot of people start, you know, maybe start using LinkedIn with like, say, Sales Navigator and then targeting in a very similar way the type of people you want to target and then reaching out to them in a one on one fashion and then saying, you know, putting your pitch in there like hey i see you're in the financial services space we have software that's helping financial advisors save three hours per week would you be interested in hearing more um they say yes boom that's a prospect that's a what that's still a one-on-one -on -one approach but it's more of like an outbound approach you know when stuff like that is working that's when we take that similar targeting similar pitch and we put that into an ad campaign you know with a with a one-on-one one-to-one -on -one outreach even if it's like email or linkedin you know maybe you can send tens or maybe a hundred per day, eventually Gmail is going to, you know, all the email providers are going to throttle you. Eventually LinkedIn is yeah. going to throttle you. So there are limits there and just like your time um, if you're doing it manually. So an ad campaign, you know, I can easily create that in an ad and put it out there and hit 10,000 people in a day. Yeah. So that's where putting fuel on the fire kind of comes in is like one-to-one, -one, you, you probably do want to start there. It's going to be the cheapest. There's no ad spend involved. And then once one to one is working, then turning it into a marketing process of putting in an ad campaign or or even some some other type of marketing to get to a broader audience. Love it, love it. So do you know what's really interesting? I was thinking to myself, I don't think I recognized any ads on LinkedIn. And obviously I go on LinkedIn a lot. And I do there's like things around the edge, but I don't 
I don't pay a whole lot of attention to them as I don't on Facebook. And before the call, I was scrolling through my LinkedIn and I realized that the ads I see, not that they're necessarily aimed or targeted to me, because some of them absolutely weren't of relevance, but I think because the content I see is so diverse, because on LinkedIn, I still see things that, oh, so-and-so liked this post, you know, because I guess, and you'll know better than me, you know, doing LinkedIn, but like, I guess on on Facebook, there's just too much content. So we can't see, oh, so-and-so is necessarily like this post or, you know, the kind of interactional element of it. Whereas on LinkedIn, we still do. We still do see someone's commented on it, someone liked it, some whatever. So I'm very used to seeing content in my feed that doesn't necessarily 100% fit with me. And therefore, I think that's why I have skimmed over or not realised that these are ads. Like, you know, is that is that something you're smiling at me? So is that something that you think like, you know, that happens and that maybe is a benefit of LinkedIn ads? So there's, there's a couple of things in what you just said. Uh, first, I'd say the organic side of things of like content. Um, I'd say you're right. Like Facebook has too much content and they're like throttling it. Like you're not going to see everything that all your friends are posting. Right. And LinkedIn is more on the we want you to post content side of things. So there's a lot more opportunity on the organic side to get go viral or just to get more organic reach out of LinkedIn because they're looking for you to post more so that they can promote it to your network and to your third degree network, your network of your network and stuff like that. So I'd say there's still a lot of organic opportunity on LinkedIn, especially like their new stories format. I, I keep an eye on that. And like, I don't see many people post stories. It's a brand new format. LinkedIn yeah. loves to promote it. So go be the first in your network to start posting it and you'll be on the top of someone's app and that's just the way to get in front of people. Um, video, LinkedIn wants to promote word video, hashtags. We recommend use like, you know, two to three. Don't do, don't do the Instagram thing of cramming all of them possible in there, but two to three or else LinkedIn thinks you're spamming and then they'll throttle you. But organic is definitely still a big opportunity on LinkedIn. Um, and then as far as ads go, yeah, if you've seen any bad ads, send them my way or call <laughs> them, contact me. <laughs> we'll help them with targeting. Um, but, you know, what I do usually see in, I'll let, I can kind of give you some tips on, or just talk about targeting in general. Yeah. What I see a lot of people, um, a mistake a lot of people make is if you're coming from say Facebook ads to LinkedIn ads on Facebook, you usually give it a big audience and you let that algorithm go find the right person for you. And you, do, and you, you rely a lot on the algorithm to find that right person. You just kind of give it a big audience and you say, this is probably a good audience. You know, maybe it's a lookalike or maybe something like that people interested in something uh, and you rely on the algorithm to go find it. Whereas on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, we have the exact targeting options that we want. So I recommend flipping that around and giving it a very specific audience and, I, and only target, you know, the exact titles and the exact industry of the exact company sizes that you want to get in front of. And further on that is on Facebook, you're usually paying for every impression. So you want to draw as many people into your funnel as possible on LinkedIn you're usually paying for every click. So you want to eliminate any irrelevant clicks. And when you're paying eight to 10 bucks a click, that's a lot of money for somebody who, you know, you don't want to just give it a big audience and say, find somebody in here. You want to give it a very specific audience and say, if I'm paying eight to 10 bucks per click, I only want these people to be seeing and clicking on my ads because these are the people I want to target. So on Facebook, people give it a big, big audience. On LinkedIn, be very specific on who you want to target. Okay. So let's talk about the types of ads then, because again, 
lots of us are familiar with Facebook. Well, and we'll come to the fact that Facebook is just about to have a kick in the pants with the whole ad situation. But um, we're all really used to Facebook ads. So, you know, if someone was talking to me about the types of ads, I'd be like, well, there's video and there's carousel and there's, you know, this type, that type. But obviously LinkedIn has different op- options in terms of content. So is that reflected in the ads? And what type of ads should people be doing? Yeah, so there's several different ad types on LinkedIn for to give you the quick rundown is basic the basic ad is like the sponsored content in the newsfeed ad. Um, you'll have you can either have a single image or you can have a video or you can have a carousel in the in the newsfeed. That's where most people start. That's where I do recommend starting. That's LinkedIn's highest quality ad unit. You can fit the most information in there as far as like image, headline, body copy. So sponsored content in the newsfeed, and then other ad types you have is you have sponsored in-mail on LinkedIn, which kind of shows up as a message in someone's inbox. These are effective. Those are effective for like invite type of offers, recruiting offers and stuff like that. Uh, And then LinkedIn further on the in-mail, they have a new ad unit there that they call conversation ads. These are more of a chatbot-like experience where you'll build a, a tree that someone can basically click through as far as when the ad shows up, it can provide them multiple options instead of just one call to action there can be like three call that calls to action and it could be like um you know maybe you, you pitch some services or talk about your company and you say download our white paper or you know schedule a call or i'm not interested and basically give people multiple options of what they can do there so email ads conversation ads and then other ad units is um text ads and these only show up on desktop and they are like the little ads that show up on the very top when you're looking at your yeah. newsfeed or so, on the right hand side they're very small they're very basic but they are also the cheapest clicks that you can get on linkedin so if you are looking to just test a very little bit um you can try out text ads just to get a feel for the targeting that's there and the clicks and maybe the people that are coming through so that, that is one option where maybe you have a Facebook funnel that's working and you want to move it over to LinkedIn and test it. Uh, that'll give you some similar you know, CPCs. Uh, another ad unit is the dynamic ads. And these are the ones that'll show up um, usually on the right-hand side. And these are, the, these are kind of like the creepy ones that put your face next to like a company logo or some other yeah. image that they upload. Those are best used for like recruiting type of ads or like apply now type of ads for some membership or some offer. Um, you see a lot of companies use these for like, you know, follower company, basically your, their profile picture is going to grab their eye and make them look over there. And then maybe they'll click on your ad. Um, those are also only on desktop. So they tend to be effective, but those are the different types of ad units. And I recommend most people start, I recommend most people start with the sponsored content image ads in the newsfeed. Uh, and then LinkedIn also does have the lead forms similar to Facebook, where you can click on an ad, open up a form right away, and someone could submit that information there. Um, so if you're doing a very basic test, I'd say sponsored content in the newsfeed using, using LinkedIn lead forms. Yeah. So I think, like you said, that the ones that kind of stick out to me are the ones you said in terms of the image, the videos, the carousel, because that is very much the types of ads we're looking at in, in Facebook. Do we need to do different sizes for different things? Can you advertise in their stories yet or not? Uh, it's in beta. So stories are relatively new and then they are they have a beta uh, for the stories ad unit. You probably have to have a LinkedIn rep. I know for a couple of our accounts, we have it enabled and we're testing it out. Um, but if you have LinkedIn rep, they can get it enabled on your account if you're spending a certain amount. Um, I'm really excited for stories because uh, you know we I, I have done a lot of Facebook advertising way in the past and I noticed there... You know, stories did do pretty well because people, it's a big video, it's immersive, people often have sound on. 
So it, it performed well on Facebook in the past, and I think it'll perform well on LinkedIn, or I'm, I'm kind of just interested to see how people use it more too. Yeah, yeah. So can I ask you a general question about LinkedIn, Ben? In terms of content, and I guess this could span into the ad content, where do you sit on on the type of content for LinkedIn? Because obviously there's always been this like, well, there was that whole meme thing going around, you know, me on LinkedIn, me on Instagram, me on Tinder or whatever it was. I've never been on Tinder, by the way, just so you know. Um, But like, you know, LinkedIn has this serious aspect about it because it's business to business, you know, whereas I'm very personable on Instagram. Like I do this thing on Instagram at the moment called Garden Watch because we had our garden done last year. We had a whole like renovation thing. We're doing some updates this year and it's the most interaction my Instagram gets is when I put pictures of my garden up. I'd never do that on LinkedIn. Like I think people would think I'd lost my mind. So is it still very traditional that we post a more professional thing on LinkedIn than necessarily we would anywhere else? And does that still stand with the ads? So my advice here is both like yes and no. And what I usually recommend is, um, you know, the mindset that people have when they're on the LinkedIn on LinkedIn is is a business mindset. They're thinking about, you know, maybe they have a meeting coming up and they're going to go research someone's profile, see who's, who they're going to be talking to. Maybe they are looking for a job. Um, you know, maybe they're messaging with somebody. Uh, so people are usually in a business mindset when they're on LinkedIn. So just you know, thinking about that is they're going to most be most receptive to business content when they're in that mindset. You know, when someone's on Facebook and they're just watching videos of their family and like a business thing pops up, they're less likely to be interested in that just because they're not in that mindset at the time. But that said, so I I do usually recommend, you know, probably most of your content, you want to be business related, professional, but also if all the content on LinkedIn is professional and business related, then you can be the pattern interrupt that posts a personal thing here and there. Um, I think that builds more of a personality for you. Whereas like if someone just sees business stuff for you all the time, that's all they know about you. But you know, it's an opportunity to post some of your personality occasionally so that people do learn more about you and what you do outside of work or, you know, just, you know, some funny jokes or something that you have. Uh, so I think it's, it's a mix. You probably want to be mostly professional content, but I think having some personal content um, to be used to both build your personality and to, to be that pattern interrupt every once in a while is useful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I remember going to see um, Social Media Marketing World years ago, and I think it was Guy Kawasaki that was there, and he was like, just put anything on there, I don't care. You know, and he was really a big advocate of like, you know, to to be the disruptive one, to be putting the stuff on there about them doing stuff at the weekend and whatever. And and I do see that sometimes the, the slightly different content does get a bit of a, you know, a bit more reach than your kind of your average content. So... If I was going to do or I was going to start in LinkedIn ads, what would I, you mentioned earlier about the text one, but if I wanted to put something in the feed because I wanted, you know, the image or the carousel or the video, how would I get going? What would I start with? How? What's your advice for someone looking to get started on LinkedIn ads? Yeah, so the easiest task is to advertise a, what we call a lead magnet, usually a content offer. Um, some kind of PDF or guide. It's usually the easiest thing to put in an ad that's going to kind of do the best with a low budget. So if you're just getting started, you just want to test it out, I recommend do a lead magnet, some type of content offer, do sponsored content ad in the newsfeed with a lead form. It's very simple. You set up you set up your ad there, you set up the form that someone has to complete and submit. 
And then after they submit that form, just send them right to the PDF or to your website or you know somewhere to go from there to get it. Um, so at a very basic test, yeah, ever use use a content offer, advertise a lead magnet, um, and then you can test it out that way. And that's something that I would use a lot. The the one thing I would do on Facebook more is is there still the ability to do things like remarketing? So I would normally run a video first send it out for views and then remark it back to the views. Is that something that stands on LinkedIn or something you would try or? We do do that on LinkedIn. Those are usually for bigger, much bigger campaigns with much bigger budgets. Um, because LinkedIn is a more expensive platform, the amount of money you got, the amount of the size of budget to get enough views to be able to segment like that is a lot more expensive on LinkedIn. So we do do it for big campaigns and big accounts that um, you know maybe you are maxing out your your bottom of funnel audience and you just you need more um, middle funnel on top of funnel so you build more brand awareness type of campaigns and then we will do video views top of funnel and we target those people bottom of funnel um, but for your for your smaller campaigns you know if you're only spending a couple thousand or a couple hundred then that's going to be not enough so yeah. um, it's definitely doable but usually for bigger accounts. Okay, cool. So, I was gonna, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say, just went out of my head, it's coming straight back in again, thank goodness. So, let's talk about the fact of, obviously LinkedIn generally has never been anywhere near where Facebook is, and the same with the ads. However, <laughs> Facebook have just had a, a, a bit of a boot in the backside by Apple, and the update in the iOS for the phones, and obviously that is now having an impact and i've been running some ads on facebook and they're not doing so brilliantly compared to the past in fact strangely enough me and a couple of other people i know who run ads for ourselves we all noticed a drop in deliverable stuff that we would normally get a few weeks before ios came out and we sort of discussed it and, and one of my colleagues was sort of saying to me it's as if they're trying to get us ready for the fact that it's going to be terrible so What's your insider prediction? Are we all going to be flocking to LinkedIn going, I'm so sorry, we should have used you? Or, or what do you think is going to happen? Um, what's well, going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, the way that I see it, I'm, um, you know, I do think LinkedIn will be the least affected platform compared to uh, Facebook and Google. You know, a lot, like just a lot of the way Facebook works depends on them understanding the user based on what they do off the platform and building interest and stuff around that um, based on what they're buying, where their websites they're going to, that puts a lot into the Facebook algorithm. So with all that cut off, Facebook has a lot less data that they can use. So I think we're going to see a big shift initially. You know, there'll be some kind of initial drop, you know, like you're mentioning, and you know, probably over the next couple of weeks, we're going to see a big shift. But on, you know, on LinkedIn, a lot of the data that we use to start our campaigns are still are, is not going to change. Job titles, industries, company sizes, everyone will have, all the platforms will have a reduction in conversion tracking for any conversion tracking off the platform, um, just because, you know, you won't be able to get that data back into the platform. Um, and then being able to retarget people um, based on people who have been to your website, you know, you won't be able to track as many of them. And then, um, you know, retarget and then showing display ads off the platform, you know, those are going to be harder to, to display as well. So I think everyone's going to be impacted a little bit. Uh, I think LinkedIn will be the least impacted because none of our data is changing, none of our targeting is changing. You know, we'll have a little bit of reduction in conversion tracking, but. To be honest, we don't rely on the LinkedIn algorithm too much because we just pick that direct audience and we're like, yeah. these are the people we want. Um, and often, you know, often we're comparing metrics from like um, the client's CRM or their backend system from LinkedIn 
to do our own conversion tracking that way. So no matter what, UTM parameters are still going to work. And we do a lot of that for tracking. So the links that you're going to send people to, the, the landing pages that people are opting in on, you know, we might have to get a little bit more um, sophisticated in our, in our setups of our funnels where maybe certain campaigns need to go to certain landing pages, certain ads go to certain landing pages so that you can get that data more clearly on the back end and not just rely on your pixels conversion tracking to be able to um, do that. Um, so yeah, I think, I think all platforms will be impacted a little bit. Facebook probably the most so. LinkedIn, hopefully the least. I hope the least. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it will be super interesting. Okay, uh, I'm really conscious of our time and obviously I've, you've given so much good information and I'm always really conscious of our listeners that they're like, okay, that's as much as my head can handle, especially on a new subject like and something like LinkedIn advertising. So quick question, obviously on Facebook, only business pages can advertise how does it work on LinkedIn? Because obviously most people just have their profile. So can you advertise from a single profile? You need a company page on LinkedIn. So you can only advertise from a company page. So if you, and it's going to show up as the company page. So you need to make sure you've got a company page and then that's the thing that promotes it. What about, so interestingly enough, my company page on Facebook is my name because my name is my business. So and I don't think I've ever set up a company page on LinkedIn for this business, given that it's my name and my profile is my name. So could I technically set up my name as a page and advertise from there, even though I have a profile with my name? Yeah. A lot of people do that in like the coaching and consulting space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when I think about my audience, that's probably what they would do because, and the other thing is that's interesting is, is the pages are, hard to do anything with, aren't they? You know, they don't have a lot of options. They're not particularly, you know, engaging in terms of what people can do. So I made the decision, I think, that obviously I just thought, well, I'm going to put the content on my own profile. I wouldn't put it on a page. So I guess that's one of the reasons why lots of us wouldn't have business pages as our account. Is there any other advantage do you see in having that business page there other than the fact I get to advertise? Um, you, get a, you get a little bit of SEO value out of it, I'd say. You know, it, they do tend to rank well. Like whenever someone's looking for your business, um, LinkedIn pages, LinkedIn company pages often show up near the top. So I do think that they're important um, just from an organic side of things. And when you're running ads or not running ads, people are going to go to that page and you'll want to have some kind of recent updates there just so that people know that you're active and, and kind of get a feel for what you're doing. Overall, don't spend it, you know, don't, don't feel like you need to spend a ton of time on your company page because unless you're a really big company, you probably don't have enough followers for it to, there's going to be a bigger impact from your personal profile because you have so many connections. You probably have like thousands of connections, whereas your company page probably has like tens or hundreds of followers. Um, just LinkedIn, people don't tend to follow company pages nearly as much as they you know, connect with other people. And on, on Facebook, they do tend to like pages a lot more often. So we don't see company pages getting a lot of followers organically. So if you're posting on your company page, you know, it's going to be mostly your followers who see that. And that's pretty small. So it is better to post from, from your personal profile. But that said, you know, people are going to go to your company page and just want to know what you're up to. So have something, to, you know, even if it's post monthly, try to post monthly. Uh, yeah. Just get some activity there. And with all the schedulers and most of them scheduling and posting to most places, the chances are you could just, you know, every so often include one of the posts that you're doing somewhere else and chuck it into your company page as well. So 
you know, although it's like, gosh, do I really want another platform or I really want another profile? The chances are if you're using a scheduler, then it's not going to be a whole lot more work. So do you think they'll ever bring it to profiles? I'm just thinking like, what if I was looking for a job and I wanted to promote myself as a great employee to a particular company or a particular industry? I would have thought that would have been a nice, you know, a potential nice thing to do. So do you think they'll ever bring it into to profiles or just pages? What do you mean? Scheduling? Uh, no, sorry, the um, the advertising element. So I can imagine that if I was, you know, looking for a job and I really wanted a job at a certain industry, that I could put up an ad on my profile going, hey, I'm looking for a job, I'm awesome. You know, I could imagine that would be quite a nice ad to run, but obviously they can't because they can't run them from their profile. So do you think they'll ever change that? They, they do have an option for you to set uh, if you're open to work or if you're actively looking for a job. Um, it's, it's somewhat of a private setting. LinkedIn has a whole suite of tools around the recruiter side of things. And yeah. a lot of HR recruiters will use LinkedIn's recruiting tool set um, to go find people. And like that's kind of where that data will show up is if you set your profile to actively looking or passively looking or open to offers, um, then you're, you will show up to the recruiters who are using those recruiting tools. Um, and uh, it's funny, like even... Without changing those, I still get lots of messages here and there. You know, people are like, "Hey, I saw you worked at IBM." I'm like, "Yeah, that was ten years ago." <laughs> yeah, you want to like check my profile? Yeah, yeah. And, and it is funny, and I guess that's where LinkedIn gets this negative side of it that it's just for finding jobs because and for big businesses because obviously most people advertising, if it's got to come from a page, is going to be a business page, and lots of small businesses probably wouldn't go to the effort of having a business page and a profile. So yeah, that is, that's really interesting in terms of if they want to open that up, because they may not want to, they may be perfectly happy that LinkedIn advertising is more for bigger businesses and for recruiting, you know, and then they leave the small business stuff to, to other platforms maybe. But, but yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Because obviously on Twitter, you can do it on a pay on a, any profile because every profile is just a profile so you can advertise so yeah very interesting Anthony thank you so much for coming on and sharing this and explaining it to us it's been really super helpful even if like for for you listening even if you go yeah that's great and I realize it's not for me it just kind of at least gives you the information because I think there's nothing worse than going I should be doing that that's something else I've got to go and learn about and then going down this big old route of doing a course or doing something else and then realizing actually, you know, that wasn't for me. So I think sometimes it's just as helpful to go, right, these are the facts. Is it for you? Isn't it for you? But but no, that was super helpful. Thank you so much. Obviously, I will link up to everything in the show notes, but if people want to come and find you, where can they find you? You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the only Anthony Blattner on there. So feel free to look me up, send me a connection request, put a little note in there. Um, but if you want to get in touch with me, um, my email is anthony at speedworksocial.com. And then our website is speedworksocial.com. We have a, a blog with some good content for LinkedIn ads, tips, and best practices, talking about the campaign setup, and then just ad creative tips and best practices. Um, so feel free to go look that up or send me an email. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. Anthony, thank you so, so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. There we go. That was lovely, Anthony. Hopefully you found that useful and picked up some good tips and things. Don't forget to go and check out the bootcamp. It's going to be awesome. 
you get to hang out with me for in fact we're not doing five days this time we're doing four but yeah you get to hang out with me four days which would be cool i'm looking forward to it and obviously we will link up to everything in the show notes for anthony so you can go check him out if you want to check him out so have a great week and i will see you next week thank you so much for listening to the marketing that converts podcast and if you enjoyed this episode then please do go check out theresaheathwearing.com where you'll find more amazing content to help you grow your business.